and I crossed the finish line to my last Ironman because I had the best race of my life. I I did a personal record and I placed seventh in my age group. So I knew I wasn't going to Kona that next year. And so here I was out in Costa Rica and, uh, Cause I walk, cause I was like, I need a time. I need some space. Like I just am leaving something that I've tried for 30 years. Long story short, I'm out on the, on the beach running and I just break down and cry. Cause I'm like, oh my God, Iron Man doesn't define me of who I am as a woman, but it, it really showed who I was as a woman, as an athlete who never thought she was an athlete growing up. So I love what Iron Man has done for me as a, as a person. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. This week, we have none other than Jen Rulon, and she is going to tell us all about herself and all of the incredible things that she is up to. Take it away, Jen. Well, thank you, Dr. G. I, uh, Currently, I live in Costa Rica, but I am uh, up in cold, cold uh, Michigan right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> so visiting visiting family. But it's been a it's been a beautiful uh, beautiful time. But uh, I am a fifteen time Ironman triathlete. I am a author, speaker. That's like the spiel I always give everybody, right? This is like, I feel like a very robotic type of person when I say all that, but that's not truly who Jen Rulon is. Jen Rulon is a, is a woman with um, so much joy and gratitude in my life. I, I have um, such amazing family and friends who, with my support, with so much support and um, I love fitness I do. I love fitness, whether it's strength training, surfing, uh, swimming, biking, running, um, used to do all that stuff. But, but I think now, I mean, I don't like defining myself as an Ironman triathlete. I don't like defining myself as a business owner. I think I define myself as me. Love it. Love it. But by the way, but just, just, just as a side note, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just a, I'm just an Ironman triathlete. I'm just, I'm just a champion. Okay. <laughs> just a side note. That's like major, major kudos for that, because I know that that's a difficult thing to do and to be good at. Yeah. Um, and it's particularly Ironman because you're talking about like everything on steroids, right? I mean, we're talking about 26 Point two miles, right? Hundred and what? You got how, it. How many miles? Hundred miles. Hundred twelve bike. 
112 on a, a bike and then how many miles swim? The, yeah, 2.4 miles swim. 2.4 miles. I mean, that is nothing to sneeze at. I know. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? Like, I think I know. people would be like, most people will be stopped at. They're like, oh, uh, I'm going to try to do like a mini try. I'm just going to try right. that because, you know, there are potentially areas in there where I could potentially die. Like right. the swim. Right. <laughs> Especially if you're swimming in the ocean. I mean, there's right. lots open of waves water. and sharks, there's, open yes. water. Exactly. So this yeah. is not well, without peril, right? And I know. so huge accomplishment, huge accomplishment. So thank you. I don't know. I, I feel like we need to, we need to big that up a little. And we can dive into it. Sometimes it's just, I think, I think it's like, I remember going into retirement and I remember talking to God out on that race course um, at, at Ironman number 15. I said, you know what, God, I have two questions for you. I, I, I need two answers. I need an answer from you. Either one, I qualify again for Kona and I place first two in my age group. Or number two, I cross the finish line to the, the race. I have the best race of my life. It doesn't matter what age group or what place I'm in and I'm done. And I cross the finish line to my last Ironman because I had the best race of my life. I I did, I did a personal record and I placed seventh in my age group. So I knew I wasn't going to Kona that next year. And so here I was out in Costa Rica and, uh, cause I walked, cause I was like, I need a time. I need some space. Like I just am leaving something that I've tried for 30 years Long story short, I'm out on the on the beach running and I just break down and cry because I'm like, oh my God, Iron Man doesn't define me of who I am as a woman, but it it really showed who I was as a woman, as an athlete who never thought she was an athlete growing up. So I love what Iron Man has done for me as a as a person. So not as incredible. And so you, okay, you dropped the number there. You said 30 years. So you got to tell me, like, how did that even get started? Like, how did you even get involved in this? Because you yeah. said you didn't picture yourself as an athlete. I didn't. I didn't. I was uh, 17 years old and I was watching the Iron, uh, the ABC Wide World of Sports. Oh my gosh, I used to watch some... that too. <laughs> You're right. Remember the tagline? The thrill of victory. Victory and the, and the agony, agony of defeat. Agony of defeat. It's like, boom. <laughs> tumbling oh, down the road, was like right? the tumbling best. down the hill right <laughs> and so it was the 1989 Ironman World Championship and it was Mark Allen and Dave Scott showdown and they called it the Iron War and these guys were going neck and neck the whole race and um and Mark won that day and he crossed the finish line at like eight hours and something it was insane eight hours and six seconds and then an hour later the first female crosses and I was like oh Oh my gosh. And I was 17 years old at this time. And I thought, well, if she could do it, I can do it. And then, um, I, I went and told my grandpa who was like my pinnacle of all human beings, like the grandpa. Right. And my mom, I said, I'm going to do Ironman Hawaii when I turn 30. And they're like, okay. And my mom didn't even say, well, Jen, you don't run, you're a cheerleader, you play softball, right? I was never on track. I never swam in the swim team or the, you know, the club. And so my mom was, but they were just like, okay. And my grandpa did tell me, well, when you go to Hawaii, I'll go with you. Oh, that's awesome. Those were, 
I heard those words and I knew that's what I needed to do. So you, it wasn't that you weren't an athlete. I mean, come on. Cheerleading is a sport. And so it's is a, softball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's so funny because I think, and I, this is, I actually did a TED talk about this or a TEDx talk about this because I think growing up in the Midwest with an older brother who played basketball, baseball, football, quarterback of the football team, he had that bond with my dad, Right. Okay. And, and I didn't see myself as an athlete because I didn't play those sports. At least that's what was in my head that was playing around in my head. Right. Um, But I think, you know, I think my doing my Ironman, like the first Ironman was really a twofold because of, okay, I want to get close. I want, I want grandpa and I to go to Hawaii, but then this also was a little bit of trying to get my dad's attention. Be like, Hey, I'm over here doing, you know, doing swim, bike and run and stuff like that. And I mean, cool thing. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But I think when I crossed that finish line to my first Ironman, I was like, I don't need my dad's validation. I just validated myself. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. That's growth right there. And then, so tell me, you had to have some fears, right? Because oh, like you said, you know, this is not, this is like completely unknown territory, completely unknown territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, you do have that, you know, at 17, you're kind of like fearless, you know, you know, you know kind of like, you feel like I do it all. I'm invincible, but still there must've been some cause for pause. Like you had to have something that you're like, well, I wonder, you know, did you even think about um, the fact that if you're not a swimmer, like, man, I'm going to go out there and swim. This could be perilous. Yeah, no, I was a swimmer. That's the thing. I mean, I, I was very comfortable around the water. I was a lifeguard. Okay. I taught swimming okay. lessons and stuff like okay. that. So, you know, it, and when I said I, I did that when I was 17, when I said I wanted to do that when I was 17, I didn't actually do it until I was 30. I so see. It okay, gotcha. Me, it took me a while to get to my first Ironman because I told grandpa and my mom that I was going to do that by the time I'm 30. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh shoot, 30's coming up. I I better (laughs) get going. Right. I think, and I think the biggest fear for me was not being able to finish. Yeah. I mean, I I knew I could swim. No problem. I knew I could run a marathon because I did a marathon before an Ironman, which I don't recommend. Um, Wait, wait, like immediately before? No, 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 no. Like, um, probably about, I, I mean, I did, I did a marathon in 98 and I didn't do an Ironman. I didn't do Ironman until 2002. So I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. But it but just, you, but, you know, but the proof uh, of concept was there. Like, you know, you could do it. Yes. I knew I could okay. do it. It was, and I did a couple hundred mile rides. I never did 112, but then all of a sudden, like to put it all together, I think that was like, that's the crazy thing, you know, and then figuring out the nutrition piece, like that's, that's a whole other beast in itself. Yeah. You need a lot of calories because you're burning a lot of calories. Exactly. Exactly. And if you take in too many calories, you will get rid of it somehow, some way the body will release it. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And so like, so what did you end up like doing? Like, what was your career? Did you have a career or did you just, were you just a professional athlete or? No, I was an age group athlete. Um, my, um, I had 
my ideal career, I had an, I, I don't really talk a lot about it, but um, I used to work at SeaWorld. I was okay. an animal trainer. I was an animal trainer. I was in the marine mammal field for 14 years. Oh, I, wow. went to, I went to uh, University of Wisconsin Whitewater, got my undergraduate degree in biology with a psych minor because everything that we do with the animals is psychology based. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that, and so during the time of my first Ironman and my second Ironman, actually my first four Ironmans, I was actually working at SeaWorld and they were fantastic about allowing us to have other passions and stuff like that, which was amazing. Um, but then I realized how much I realized SeaWorld no longer served me. I did everything I wanted to do working there and I wanted to go back to school. So okay. at 40 years old, I went back and got my master's in uh, kinesiology with an okay. emphasis of exercise science. And I left SeaWorld and uh, started working at Lululemon. And oh, nice. I like during, Lululemon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, geez. It's ridiculous how many clothes I have there. You know, oh, but, dear Lord. <laughs> uh, right. But, um, but yeah, I, I worked there for that for a year just to sort of get back, you know, like being able to work and go back to school. Anyways, long story short, I, after I graduated, I was looking for jobs after jobs after jobs, and I could not find a job. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to start my own company. Boom, so I, I started jenrulon.com and I, I help athletes cross the finish line with a smile. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And so did you have any, when, when you came to that conclusion, when you're like, look, there's nothing out there for me. I'm just going to make my own thing. Did you have any fear with that? Oh, yes. I mean, I, I was actually offered a couple positions and one, one position was like, well, you have to wait for six months because so-and-so is not leaving. And so we're just going to keep you on the back burner. And so here I was getting, uh, like money benefits, like 401k, all of this stuff. And, and it was like, af afterwards, I actually talked to my ex-husband about this. And, and I was like, this isn't right. Like, I can be doing stuff now for myself and my business, and really build a brand. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah, that's awesome. but it was really, awesome. it was scared. It was very fearful, because I didn't have that money flowing. You know, I didn't have right. the benefits. I didn't have the, 
the medical or, you know, the 401k. It was me starting and jumpstarting my own business. Scary as all get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it. And yeah. then, um, wow. And then, so this is, what year is this now that, that this happened? Oh, geez. Uh, 2012. So okay. yeah, it was, yep. It actually, I'm, I'm on my 10th anniversary of getting the LLC. So yeah. So awesome. this is like, That's yeah, awesome. 20, 2013 was my LLC. Yep. Yep. No, that's awesome. 10 years. Congratulations. Yeah. Yay. Ten, thank you. And it's funny. Cause it's like, there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm just done with this. I need to go back to a nine to five. And then I'm like, really? Yeah. Once you go, no. once you're an entrepreneur, it's very difficult to go back oh, to a nine to five. It's know, very difficult. I if, in is fact, it? I think it's impossible. Honestly, really? I mean, really? can you really see yourself and answer to somebody else? Can you no. really see that? <laughs> right. So that's what <laughs> I'm saying. It's point. impossible. Once you've been no. your own boss, it's just super difficult. It is. It is. And you know, it's, it's, it's like when I sit there and I look at jobs or other positions like out there and I'm like, okay, benefits look good, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, but I wouldn't be able to live in Costa Rica, you know, two minutes from the beach. Uh, You know, when I come back to the States, I spend more money because I can go to Lululemon and go on Amazon. I just don't have that in Costa Rica. Yeah. fair. I don't need it. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm all about like international living because we don't live in the States either. Well, we don't live technically in the mainland, I guess we live in a territory. So I suppose that is not okay. that is still part of it, but we're all the way in Guam. So, you know, it's oh my like, gosh, uh, you are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I'm like, oh, that's cool. You live in Costa Rica. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. in Michigan, it's so funny. You mentioned Michigan. Guess where we moved from? No, you're kidding me. Yeah, what we lived part? in Michigan for like, we used to live in Southeast Michigan. So we lived in Ypsilanti. Okay. Ypsilanti, Ann Arbor area. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, yeah, uh, so. so my, my brother is in Troy, but uh, okay, right Troy. now I'm, I'm in, uh, I'm off, off in like 15 minutes South of Sheboygan, like okay, up yeah. in the top, like uh, oh, yeah. almost by, almost by Mackinac. Yeah. yeah, it's cold up there. It's cold. <laughs> Even now, I'm like, mm. we were looking at the weather the other day. We we're like, oh, snap. It is cold in Michigan right now. Yes, it is. <laughs> I walked, actually, this morning, I went to the CrossFit gym at uh, Indian River. And yes. all of a sudden, I walked out. I'm like, oh, my God. It's mm-hmm. still degrees. Like, I had to go back inside. And I'm like, my brother's got to have a fleece or something. A jacket, something. Like, jacket I was I, I couldn't I wanted to wear shorts I'm like yeah shorts aren't gonna happen yeah no, <laughs> no. yeah and, and and if you live in a tropical place you're uh, you're also kind of not ready you know like when you live there oh. you're like oh whatever this is nothing right but then right. when you're away from it and you go back you're like whoa okay <laughs> yes let me just go yes. and get some outerwear here okay exactly yeah no that's so funny yeah. Okay. Awesome. And then, so you, um, we talked about your business, so you got to tell people like more about it. Like what, what you do now? I know that the, yeah. the, 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 the crux of it is that you help athletes to cross the finish line with a smile, but tell us like what you offer. Is it coaching? Is it like a program? Like what, what is it? Yeah. So I've done, I do a lot of one-on-one triathlon coaching. I also will do fitness coaching. I have an app as well, but let's talk about the one-on-one coaching. So the coaching that I do is I get athletes ready for their first Ironman, their 13th Ironman, their um, a cycling event, a lot of endurance events. I'm very good at what I do 
when it comes to the triathlon space. I know my shit and excuse me, I know my stuff. No, no, it's and, fine, it's fine. Um, okay. And, um, and I'm good at it. Like even a couple weeks ago, I went to cheer one of my athletes on uh, Jeff. He did Ironman Wisconsin. He's done 13, 13 Ironmans with me. And I thought, I, I I came up to Michigan to visit family. What a great opportunity to go over to Wisconsin, Madison, go cheer him on, get out on the race course, you know, and, and everybody's like, oh my God, Jen Roulade, what are you doing here? You live in Costa Rica. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm here, you know, cheering on my athlete or whatever. And so that is the main thing, what I do. And what I do is I get them ready for, and like I said, the races, I have um, athletes from the United States, from Costa Rica, from Australia, and from Sweden cur- currently. Okay. And so a lot of my athletes are very motivated, very, they might be a, like the busy moms, they might be a doctor, entrepreneur, like just athletes that want to do an Ironman or want to do an endurance event or a marathon or whatever that might be, but just don't have the time. They don't need the bells and whistles of a team and a coach. I mean, we have a good little team, but um, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm really good at what I do because I get a lot of people crossing that finish line. So that's like the main portion of my, of my business. And then I started adding, and then I started putting together an app um, it's called Jen Rulon 2.0, but it's talking about how really how I transitioned from a 15 time Ironman triathlete to an everyday healthy human, because I was like, I don't want to swim, bike and run no more. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired. Like no moss, no moss. So I, um, so I started, uh, putting together this app and on the app is over 80 workouts that I've done all around Costa Rica. So you get to see beautiful backgrounds. And so that's, that's moving slowly, but it just, it's, it, it, it adds a little bit about who, who I am as a, as a coach as well. So, and then, oh my God, I've done speaking events. I've done speaking engagements. I've written some books. Um, so I, I have a lot of stuff going on, but I sort of like it. That's great. No, that's awesome. Yeah. And then, so how can people reach out to you? Yeah, you could out you could always go to jenrulon.com, J-E-N-R-U-L-O-N.com. Um, you could go, that's my website. You could go to Instagram, Coach Jen Rulon. And then I started my own podcast, which Dr. G, I should probably have you on, right? On my right, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's called uh <laughs> it's called the Everyday Healthy Human. And so that's really about how I metamorphosize into a an athlete into just being healthy as I'm aging into my, into my fifties. Right. Um, And so I have, I need that by the way, because I'm going into my (laughs) fifties. Ah, yes, yes. But you know, and that's, that's the beauty of it all is that I think we've all, we're all trying to figure out how can we become the best version of ourselves? And that's where I'm interviewing people on how they make their own transitions, whether it's, you know, from, you know, going from a Ironman to just living healthy, you know, and, and uh, not having an organized schedule. And I think it's, I think triathletes and endurance athletes have a very scary time of breaking away from, that organization of, of a workout. And so I'm telling, I'm telling people it's okay to break away. 
life is so much prettier when you don't have to swim, bike and run thousands of miles. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I never thought I'd say that in a a sentence, like, (laughs) right. Oh, but, but for real, that's, that's, that's truth. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so now tell me what, um, so what are the, what's the steps for the future? So you work on, on the, the app. That's one of the things. And, um, so are you doing like, are you finding yourself doing more speaking more, um, more work with the one-on-one coaching? Like where, where's the future direction? Ooh, great question. I think the future direction is definitely still my one-on-one coaching because that's my bread and butter. That's what I'm good at. That's what people know me. And so I don't think I'll ever, I shouldn't say ever, but I don't think I'm going to step away from that. But what I would love to start really doing is really, I don't know if you want to say life coach, but accountability coaching, people who are really trying to find the best version of themselves through and how I see it for myself, it's through fitness or physical movement, um, spiritual deepening, deepening your spiritual practice, whatever your beliefs are, um, the mindset, you know, how can people take my mindset of an Ironman athlete and apply that to their everyday life? And then just, um, just accountability with with each other and with yourself, like really learning how to put boundaries up or really learning how to say no, uh, you know, like little things like that. Like I would love to really help people beyond the swim, bike and run and the fitness, because I think there's so much more out there that um, people can really, really find themselves. And I I've done a lot of healing after I stopped doing Ironmans because I stopped running away from things that maybe I didn't want to address and started, uh, walking, walking, walking across the finish line, but it it's not really the finish line because if the finish line, right. if I would be dead, right. Right. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah. I'm not, I, not that, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, yeah, I would love to speak more. Uh, I do have this major dream though. I don't know if I should say it though. You should say it, put it out in the universe because that's what it happens. I want a New York times bestseller. Okay. Boom. Yep. And I've, I've already have, I don't, I haven't figured out if it's a children's book Mm -hmm. or if it's a, I've, like I said, I've, I've written a book for women, but I feel like we're all, metamorphosizing into our better selves. Okay. And so I I don't know, there's something there. Butterflies play a huge role in my mm-hmm. world, starting with my grandpa. Sure. Yeah. So I feel like I have to, so I feel like uh, this New York times bestseller may be a children's book. I don't know. We'll see. All right. I'll keep an eye out for it. Thanks. That'd be great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And now that you've said it, it's going to happen, right? So there you go. It's going to happen, right? I actually picture myself that I actually have visualized myself in New York for some reason, like walking and seeing like my book. And I'm like, oh, that's my book. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's beautiful. Yeah. It's really going to happen now. For real. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm it's the, so, I'm the so real life. Right. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, that's good. Cause you know, it's funny because we're working on um, visualization with our children and just helping them to like visualize themselves in their sports activities and, and mm-hmm. visualizing the success there. And um, one of the things that we look at is we look at like mental toughness quotes from different athletes. And the one athlete that really has a lot of these kind of quotes is Kobe Bryant, you know, when he was alive. Yes. I mean, and so, you know, he talks about how he would visualize himself playing for the Lakers in a championship game. He'd visualize mm-hmm. himself making this. I mean, just constant visualization. I mean, obviously yeah. you have to put the work in to get the skills, you know, to, in order to right. make that be executed. But the more you visualize something, you know, is the more chances there are that it's actually going to happen. Cause you're going to start doing yeah. things that are going to make you get to that point. So, and I love that you said that you visualize yourself in New York and you visualize yourself, you know, walking by the bookstore and seeing your book there because I yeah. didn't, I know for sure it's going to happen now because you know, you, you put it out there, you're visualizing it. It's going to happen. Thank you. I mean, seventh grade, I said I was going to work with marine mammals. So oh, look at that. Look at that. I mean, 17 years old, I said I was going to do the Ironman World Championship. I did it when I was uh, 28 years later, you know, like I did it. I did it. So I know this visualization stuff works. It may take a little time, but that's okay. I got time. I'm living. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So one of my favorite, oh, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one of my favorite quotes. Yeah. As, um, Billie Jean King champions keep playing until they get it done. Right. Mm. She's another incredible person. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I I know she must be, I mean, it would wait, remind me, is she still alive? I think, I think she is. I'm not positive, but if she is, then she must be super excited about what has happened to her sport and all of the work that she has done. I mean, we still not, we're still not there with the parody of, you know, with like equal pay or anything like that with the big prizes, but we're starting to like make some changes there. And mm-hmm. so I know she, cause she's the one that like put in, you know, the, the work and was very vocal. She did. <laughs> she's very vocal. Yeah. Like I, I want to say she's still, she's still around, but I, you know, like seeing Coco win, I was like, I was like, yes. cheered oh for my her. gosh. Like, yes. Oh God, and incredible. then, and then to see what the pot actually was, that was incredible because I mean, th- there's been huge disparity between what the Grand Slam really? prize money is for males, as well as, you know, between that and what it is for females. So the yeah. fact that, you know, it has increased in the sum is, is incredible. So yes. yeah, no strides. And it started with people like her. So, it you did. know, um, definitely uh, really cool, really cool to see. Yeah. So, so it's funny that you bring up Billie Jean King. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh. Pretty awesome. All right. So Jen, you know, are you ready for our tradition on the show? We're here. We have a fill in the blank tradition. Are you ready for that? I am ready for that. I saw it, but I didn't want to look at it because I okay, want to be, fine. I want to. Spontaneous yeah. is good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's cool. So the first one is if I am fearless, I will. Achieve anything I want. Awesome. 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 The next one is to me, fearless freedom means. Living. Awesome. 
And last but not least, my battle cry is unstoppable. Sweet, 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 sweet. I all I can all I can think about is this song. Unstoppable. Oh, see ya. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's a really good song. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much for taking time out. I know you're visiting with family, so I appreciate you taking time out to the show. Thank you, know you for I mean? adjusting and all that stuff. I appreciate that. I know we had some schedule stuff uh, a couple yeah, weeks ago. Good. So it's all good. thank it's you all good. so much for adjusting. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. No worries. No worries. Yeah. And then just, just before we leave, before we take off, let's make sure that we have you say how people can contact you one more time. Of course. Uh, you could contact me at jenrulon.com, J-E-N-R-U-L-O-N.com. You could email me at jen at jenrulon.com or you could go to the gram and I'm coach Jen Rulon there. And um, yeah, or or head to my podcast, the Everyday Healthy Human podcast. Awesome, 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 awesome. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Dr. G. Ciao.